is the barbershop. Welcome to the Barbershop Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Odam Dell, and UNC won last night, so we about to get wild. What up, Microwave? What's going on, man? What's going on? <laughs> and, and we also got Jason Pitts up here, too. What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, man, how, how was it yesterday? Um, let me just tell you something. Carolina should have done that the first time around to Duke, but I'm not going to lie. The whole time I was nervous because Duke did make a nice run in the second half, even though I took the lead. I remember watching the game at East Coast Wings, and like I was I was taking shots of Crown and Pepsi back-to-back. But <laughs> finally, two things happened that I was that I was finally happy with. One, they actually pounded the ball inside the Bryce Johnson Kennedy meets in a consistent manner. And two, Roy Williams actually called some timely timeouts. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> Everything made sense yesterday. It, it was a it was a little short period of time where I wanted to like just jump through my TV and choke the shit out of Barry. But Barry and Page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carolina did what they supposed to do yesterday, but I felt like Brandon Ingram getting those two fouls and getting those four fouls, it took it, it he was less aggressive. And I felt like Duke could have drawn to the basket more. When Duke made their run, they drove to the basket, kicked it out, find OP for the three. You know what I'm saying? Like Duke, Duke had a chance to win the game, but I just think they were just living by the three and dying by the three. You know what I'm saying in in the last couple of minutes. So I mean, it it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, that was Duke trying to play to their strengths. I mean, Carolina has weak perimeter defense, and Duke had a lot of good open looks, but they just weren't knocking them down. But like you said, um, when Brandon Ingram picked up those two fouls and went scoreless in the first half, like that that really did kind of take the win out of themselves a bit. You got to think because Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard did what we supposed to do, hit threes. Grayson Allen score. Brandon Ingram was the one that was that supposed to pick up 10 points with Brandon Ingram wasn't going to cut it. You know what I'm saying? Brandon Ingram need to hit, need to at least score 18 to 20 points. And the shots down the stretch that he needed to hit, he didn't hit them. But what I, what I think should have happened more is the reason Duke won last game, I think, was, you know what I'm saying, we got more offense from Thornton, and Thornton didn't play that much in the second half. Matt Jones played majority second half and only thing Matt Jones can do is hit the three and he ain't hit the three last night so you know what I'm saying Darren Thornton could have been guarding uh Britt you know what I'm saying they could have sometimes they put Thornton on page you know he's the best ball handler we wouldn't have had as many uh turnovers Grayson, uh, Grayson Allen got stripped a couple times last night uh this little lazy mistakes and you know at the end of the day Thornton he he'll give you something on offense you know but I felt that him not being him not being in the game kind of just hurt Duke offensively. Yeah, so um, how do you feel about that, Michael? You know, I have, to, I have to agree with that. But I feel like right now on our end, I'm still trying to figure out what is wrong with Marcus Page. I think, I think it was um, D-Magic, he said the Monstars took his talent or something. Because... <laughs> 
I remember the entire game, I was sitting next to a Duke fan, and there was one time where Paige had a wide-open look at a three-pointer, and she, she's scared, and I'm sitting back calm the whole time, like, chill out, he's going to miss. And he barely even he barely even hit the rim. I, I said it in the last time I was on um, this podcast, Paige is really messing himself out. Like, he's not going to be a lottery pick. He's not going to be a first-rounder. Probably not even going to be a second-rounder at this point. And I said he's going to need a big... ACC tournament and a big um, big dance before we can even consider him as a prospect anymore. But I felt like Barry, he, he did his thing in spurts. Um, Britt had a couple of had a couple of good things, but like I said, we're gonna live and die in the paint. I mean, as long as long as Paige and and Britt can get the ball inside the Bryce Johnson and the Kennedy Meeks and then Justin Jackson had a, had a couple of good moves inside, we'll be okay. But, again, it is kind of distressing knowing that Duke is undermanned, shorthanded. But I got to give credit to the Blue Devils. They've got, more, they've got a lot of heart. I mean, to be honest, this, this could have been or should have been like a 15, 20-point win. But, hey, anytime that you can get over your rival, particularly in Cameron Indoor Stadium, you take it. Man, I think – you know what I think wrong Marcus Page? I think Marcus Page – I think he hit a ceiling, man, and I think he is not playing. He's trying to do what he needed to do when he was hot. At that point, you know what I'm saying, Chapel Hill needed him to score. Marcus Page does not need to score now. All Marcus Page has to do is run the point and give the ball where it needs to go. But Marcus Page is not doing that. He's just jacking the ball up. So the time he could make make a move to the paint, you know, find Bryce Johnson, find Hicks. He's not he's not doing that. I find Justin Jackson open. He's he's just taking away shots from everybody else. And I think, you know, what I'm saying he has more talent than he did when he was uh, trying to find his groove. You know, I mean, when he when he was scoring a lot, and I don't think he understands. He needs to. I don't not that he understands. I don't think he just knows how to like distribute like that. That's just me. And you know what? I can agree with that because last year, you know, Bryce Johnson wasn't as strong. I think I was looking more more toward Kennedy, to be honest. But Bryce Johnson came into his own as a, as a wooden candidate. And sometimes when you have a shift in balance, it can't affect it can't affect you. And I mean, like I feel like Marcus Page is more of a, more of a rhythm guy, and when he's not able to get as many shots or shouldn't take as many shots, maybe it's affecting him a little bit. But to be honest. It's it's just really really depressing. Just anytime he puts up a shot from beyond the arc, I just want to throw something at the TV. Yeah, yeah. same here. Yeah, and to um, piggyback off what you were saying, uh, all last year, you know, I was like, yeah, Kennedy Meeks, that was my, you know, that was my guy. And then this year, Bryce Johnson really came into his own. And you know, looking last night, I was just thinking to myself, like, Bryce Johnson is really the only one right now on that court that I could have seen at the next level in the NBA. Like, even though Brandon Ingram, everybody's talking about him. You know, last night, he didn't really have a good game, but, you know, he he's going to go. But Bryce Johnson was the only one last night I said that he looks ready to be there. In the NBA? Yeah, tonight. Well, last, he, he's just saying last night in general. I uh, mean, let's be honest. Like Brandon Ingram, he's he's going to be an all star at the next level. I feel like right now with Duke, he 
he's got the ability to take over a game, but like he he's very he's a very unselfish player. Like even even at Kinston, I mean, like there were there were a few times um, last year, like I, I caught a few of his um senior games. I mean, there, there was one in particular where he scored like forty forty one points, and it was early in the third quarter. But like he's the type of person he wants to get everybody involved. Like he would rather have eight or nine assists than and 10, 11 rebounds, and then 40, 45 points. And sometimes that's good, particularly when you have other great players around you, but I feel like Duke really needs him to just come into his own and, you know, I'm not saying dominate the ball, but if he can get 25, 26 a game, then, you know, the dynamic would definitely shift. Now, listen, but this is the thing about Brandon Ingram, man, and I've been saying this, man. Justice Winslow spoiled Duke fans last year because we want Brandon Ingram to be Justice Winslow and he's not Justice Winslow. See, the thing about Ingram is if you looked at Winslow last year, Winslow took it to the rack. He didn't give a damn who was there, and he was either going to get the ball in or and one. And he played defense and he rebounded. Brandon Ingram is not him. I think Brandon Ingram is – what's hurt him is he, we don't have that true point guard that can just say, okay, I got the ball, you go there. You know, so I think a lot of times, like, Grayson Allen is not a – he's a ball stopper. You know, Grayson Allen is shooting yeah. his ball when he gets it. You know, Brandon Ingram, he wants to get cats involved, but Brandon Ingram, he, like, I don't think he knows what to do. I think when he gets the ball, he wants to shoot it, but did it get like, okay, I see him now, I want to get it here. Grayson Allen don't give a damn. Once he touches it, it's going up. And you know I what? Think it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, um, you know what I'm starting to see a little bit? There's actually traces of a Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook type of corollary that y'all have right now. Yes. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but you can see the traces. Yes. Yes. We, we, we need a point guard to settle this down, but we don't have a point guard to sort this out. Like, for instance, last year we had Quinn Cook. He's going to jack the damn ball up. You got Winslow. He's going to jack the damn ball up. You got Okafor. I'm going to jack the ball up. Who gave the ball to everybody? Tyus Joe. He told you when I'm when you're going to get this damn ball, right? This year, whoever brings it up is jacking it up. I mean, we're moving the ball a little bit better. I mean, Kennard, you know, Kennard, he'll swing, but if he get open, he'll shoot it. But there's nobody that said, okay, especially in late games or close games, okay, this is what we're going to do. It's just swinging around, swinging around, whoever get open, shoot. You know, and Thornton's probably the only one that he can't really pass the ball that well. Uh, you know, he's not there yet, but he's the only one that'll settle the ball down and then, you know what I'm saying, start the start the offense. But I think just them two, the way they're going, it'll get us an it'll get us to at least the sweet sixteen in, in the big dance. That's just me. I can see that. At least sweet sixteen. So so let's talk about this, man. Season overview. What, what do you guys think of Chapel Hill? Like, did Chapel Hill exceed your expectations, hit your expectations, or, or were they below your expectations? To be honest, they were, they were below my expectations because, again, I thought that Marcus Page would, would be able to sustain the same level that he had his junior year. Now, while Bryce Johnson was great, Kenny Meeks, I felt like he, he slid. He regressed just slightly. Like, he had some games where – you just had to look at him like, come on, bro, what are you doing? Justin Jackson, he got a little better. 
Um, I didn't really like Nate Britt too much last year, but he's starting to grow on me a little bit. Joel Berry's starting to grow on me a little bit. But for the most part, you know, Carolina can be so bipolar. I mean, you know, you, you lose the game against Duke. You lose the game against um, Northern Iowa. You lose the game against Louisville. But then you smack Pittsburgh. You smack Miami by, by some 20-some points. It's like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type, type of deal when it comes to Carolina. And the consistency has just not really been there. I mean, even what really, what really had me messed up was when Boston College, a team that didn't win a single game in the ACC this season, nearly beat Carolina. That is bad. I mean, yeah. I thought that we would have, that um, Carolina would have better perimeter shooter, shooting, but that definitely wasn't the case. And hopefully it doesn't come back to bite us because eventually in the NCAA tournament, I mean, even even with Virginia, like if you can get somebody that can rebound, somebody that can somewhat contain Bryce Johnson, then you're going to force Carolina to shoot three-pointers. And right now, Carolina hasn't shown that they can hit the consistent perimeter shot. That's true. And that's what worries me the most. What about you, Odell? Yeah, coming into the season, you know, we was ranked number one and everything. And, you know, I knew we wasn't going to keep that. But um, I didn't expect us to, you know, what's his name? Marcus Page. I, he just basically made me want to, like, choke the shit out of him, like, all season, yo. But Bryce Johnson, he really, you know, stepped up this year, and, and he did pretty good. But um, I'm ready to see how we do in the, uh, in the tournament. I think, uh, well, you know, I, I, I honestly, I watch Carolina here and there, man. And if I was to speak for Duke, I think Duke, Duke was, Duke was, Duke shocked me because, um, I didn't know what the hell Duke had. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have point guard, you know, uh, only had one big man and Jefferson got hurt. I mean, I knew Duke was going to go in the NCAA tournament. I just knew that was going to happen. Now, I didn't see certain wins, and I damn sure didn't see certain losses. So I think Duke is Duke, – Duke shocked me a little bit more this particular season. Um, well, let me ask – Go ahead. Let me ask you this about Duke. <clears throat> Would you want to see Brandon Ingram run the point? Yes, I would. Well, well, no, well, 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 yes and no. I think I would like to see Ingram, and I would like to see uh, Thornton run it more. I, I, the thing about the thing about Ingram is, I want to see Ingram run the point, but I know Thornton needs to run the point for next year. Because next next year, next year, it's, it's going to be a whole different conversation next year. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying about next year, who is the uh, number one recruit coming in this year? Uh, man, we got Harry Giles, we got Jason Tatum, we got Fred Jackson. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Duke going to have a better – Duke's going to have – then, you know, Mill Jefferson might get the uh, red shirt. So, you know, we're going to be a better team next year, especially with Harry Giles coming in. So, you know, so I'm not really worried about next year. I'm, I, I, we're going to have a lot of talent. It's just – um, if if 
if Ingram was running a point, I feel he should have been did it. But I, I would like to see Ingram just run transition. Get the ball, run transition. That's it. Yeah, I will say this. Harry Giles scares the absolute mess out of me as a Carolina fan. I mean, yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry Giles can play inside out. Harry Giles should have been in college two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, I mean, he's the right age and everything, but tell it why he should have been in college two years ago. But y'all get, but Carolina getting seven woods. Now, I, don't yeah, how, I, don't, I don't know how well he could shoot, but I know seven woods going to be good. You know what? We may not. <clears throat> If he shows that he's got a good three point shot, it's gonna it's gonna be something. But just b- him being able to to slash and drive and, and kick out, like that that's really all we need. Now I think Kennedy Meeks is gonna stay for his um for his senior season. Uh, Justin Jackson will, will come back. I mean, we're gonna miss Johnson and Paige. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the man is shooting. The man borrowed Fetty Watts' vision this year. Like, <laughs> so uh, let me let me ask you this: What's your outlook for this ACC tournament, man? How do you think uh, Carolina's going to do in the ACC tournament? Just looking at the bracket now. I feel like for Carolina, there's going to be a sense of urgency. But if the bracket holds out the way I think it will. <clears throat> Now, Duke is probably going to want to play in um, Notre Dame in the quarterfinals. So, yeah, most definitely. I'll be, I'll be, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to be hoping for that Duke beats, um, beats Notre Dame. So we get um, a round three Carolina versus Duke because we don't, really, we didn't really match up too well with Notre Dame last time. And the, then the, get past, the get past them, and then you got Virginia in the finals. Well, well. well this is the thing, man. Virginia could lose to Miami. Virginia could lose to Miami. You know what I'm saying? Clemson could beat Clemson. I don't know, man. Clemson could beat Virginia. I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. Clemson, Clemson has done it before. They beat Miami. They beat Louisville. I think they could beat Miami. Somebody's going to get upset in this tournament. Because, you know, you got the back-to-backs. The only reason I don't think Duke will beat Notre Dame is because it's back-to-back. You know, if it wasn't back to back, they had like a day in between, yeah. But if it's like a back to back game, no. I think Coach K, well, Coach K's playing for that seeding, man. So, you know, he doesn't want to play on when, on Thursday. He wants to play on Friday. So, I mean, I think he's going to have a little bit more sense of urgency. But if I'm Coach K, I don't care about Notre Dame. I'm just trying to rest up for the big ass. I can see that. Like, the way I'm looking at it, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Probably gonna be. I see Duke is gonna get past out of the state, state of Wake Forest. Uh, yeah. I think, I think Pitt will beat Syracuse. We can beat Pitt. Um, Notre Dame will probably beat Duke because, like you said, Coach K probably ain't gonna give a damn about this tournament. No, I, mean, I think uh, Syracuse gonna be Pitt. That's what I think. Hmm. I think it's gonna be Syracuse, UNC part part three. That's just me. I, what you think about that? Yeah, I I expect Duke. Like, I know Coach K wants that uh that seeding in the tournament, but uh, 
I I expect him to come through and, and give uh, Notre Dame all he got. So I really want to see UNC and Duke part three. What do you say about uh, Clemson? Uh, let's see, Clemson or Virginia? Like Clemson, Clemson is a chameleon team too. Because I mean, like they've had some big wins, but they've also had some ugly losses. Something You're tells right. me they might mess around and beat Virginia. That is going to happen, but. I, I, I could see that. I could see Clemson beat Virginia, man. Th- think about it. Well, Virginia wants that one seed. Virginia really wants that one seed. So I mean, they. But but you know what I'm saying? It's about that coming off. It's about that hot streak, man. Somebody always get hot in a tournament. Somebody always gets upset. And I think Clemson's going to upset UVA. I think Miami is going to meet Clemson. And I mean, that's just me. I think Miami will meet Clemson. Miami will win. Miami run a Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill probably beat Miami. It, if UVA is the only team, UVA and Notre Dame is the only team I think could beat Chapel Hill because I really don't think Coach K, I think after a certain amount of time, you know, he just going to say the hell with it. Yeah, that's true. If if they're not winning or not even close by, I say, I say 10 minutes left. Yeah, because he did that last year. Yeah, he'll, he'll he, probably just say, you know what? Yeah, come on now. Yeah, like Notre Dame last year was in reach. He said, the hell with it. The hell with it. Y'all got it. Yeah. Um, when is Jefferson coming back? Man, Jefferson not coming back. Okay. He's going to get there. I think he'll get the medical red shirt. So, I mean... I, 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 like I said, Elite Eight. I mean, my bad. Sweet 16. I'm not worried about losing the first round. That is not going to happen this year. Okay. This, this team is not going out like that. All right. <laughs> We're not going out like that. So, so you, you, you expect the Duke to make it to the uh, Sweet 16, you said? Yeah. We can't. We, this team have been to too much to go home in the first <laughs> round. No. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, not this year, buddy. Not, not this year. Second round. Second, huh? No, nah, I was just gonna say I ain't trying to see no Mercer or Lehigh means as much as I want. <laughs> uh, no, no, this team not going out. Look, 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 look. Yeah, this team not going out like that, man. Trust me, this, this team was this team is kind of better than the team Parker had. So this, this, I, this team not going out like that. This is this this for the draft stock, Ingram. This for the draft stock. You ain't going home in the first round. I mean, even if they do go home in the first round, like um, Ingram's already gonna be number one and number two. Yo, yo, side note, man, I know it's off topic. We all think of we all think of Ben Simmons. What's that? What y'all think of Ben Simmons? I, I think Ben Simmons has his mindset on like f this mood. Like he, I think he's just thinking about the NBA right now. I, I think he don't really care about all of this shit. But what 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 number one pick does it go in the tournament? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Think about it. What what number one pick has not go does not go into the tournament? Hmm. But man, you about to have me you about to have me look this up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Think about think about like, seriously, just, just realistically think about that. Unless they from overseas. True. 
I, I was just thinking that too. But I was like, huh. I'm gonna go through I'm gonna go through the last couple ones. All right. All right, you got Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins. Anthony yeah. Bennett went to the damn tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Kyrie Irving played nine games, played in the damn tournament. John Wall. Blake Griffin went to the damn tournament. <laughs> Derrick yeah. Rose. Odin. Brian Yanni. He is he's not from here. Think about it. Bogut. Bogut went to the damn tournament. <laughs> Think about it. Howard James ain't went to college. Yao Ming. Kwame Brown ain't went. Kenya Martin went to the damn tournament. Edward Brand went to the oh. tournament. All of can. Even Pacific went to the damn tournament. Think about it. What one does not go to AI with the tournament? Duggan went to the tournament. Joe Smith went to the tournament. Glenn Robinson went to the tournament. <laughs> Think about it. I'm going to do no more picks. I'm in 93 right now. Chris Webber. Like, who has He's up in 93. <laughs> yeah, we're still Seriously. looking. Like, Yo. Hold up. Re- realistic. Realistically. I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Did DePaul go to the tournament? Because now I'm looking at 81, Mark Aguirre. Damn. They probably went to the tournament. Seriously. What number one pick does not go to the tournament? LSU got washed by Kentucky yesterday. Now, LSU has probably got to win the SEC to get in. <laughs> Seriously. Nah, you're right. And you know what? I I think that's the biggest problem with the NBA anyway. They they just look at the upside. They look at the intangibles. They look at, at workouts. They look at what, what Ben Simmons has done in college. And they're like, Oh, they had a they had a subpar record. That's not his fault. We'll take him number one. But the thing is, like, there's some teams that that don't need Ben Simmons at number one. So that's why I feel like somebody's gonna take the trigger on on Ingram. For example, like, let's say that the Sixers somehow get the number one pick. I mean, you already got New Orleans Noel. You already got um Jaleel Okafor. So why are you gonna pick Ben Simmons? You know, to clog up the lane. Well, you gonna play a perimeter though. What's up? They'll probably have Ben Simmons on the perimeter. He can't shoot within eight feet, though. He I mean, can't. He can distribute the ball, though. Yeah, but that... I mean, we kind of saw that happen with Detroit. I mean, like, they had... They had who? Um, Andre Drummond, Greg Monroe, and, and Josh Smith. And we saw how that worked out. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was an accident waiting to happen. But, but, but... Ingram... Is not going to. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Brandon Ingram. This is. I, I think the. I think the NBA draft lottery is rigged. That's just me. That's you'll say that for another podcast. But right. Ingram is going to L.A. or New York. He's going to a big market team. Ben Simmons can go to Philly because you got to think about it. Philly's getting rid of one of those big men. One of them are going to get traded this offseason. I think it, it might be Embiid or Okafor. No, I, th- I think it could be Okafor. They'll probably keep Embiid. They'll put all that work in Embiid, too. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be Okafor. Or Noel. It could be one of, the, one of them, two going to have to go. Because I think ok- Okafor probably gets the best value. You know, so. And plus, Phil know what the hell they're doing, so. Yeah. <clears throat> side side note. Uh, last last one. Yo. Uh, what about Grayson Allen? Do you see Grayson Allen leaving? Oh, that's a good one. 
Um, I don't think so. Like, I feel like, yeah, it, his stock is up, but maybe he spends one more year, you know, working on some of the other intangibles, like rebounding, assists, you know, just try to show that he he's um more of a complete player than just a scorer. Because, I mean, again, we look at people like Jimmer Fredette. I mean, that man can shoot from from anywhere, and he he barely got any any run. So I mean, I feel like I feel like Grayson he he kind of he kind of knows that, and even though he he did make such a seismic jump from last year to this year, I feel like he'll he'll spend one more year at Duke. If he stays one more year at Duke, he, he's he needs to go to the league. That's just me. He'll take the ball. I think he'll take the ball away from the talent coming in. Coach K is looking for Grace out to leave. <laughs> Not saying he he doesn't like want him there, but I think he's looking for Grace Allen to leave. I can see, like Grace and Allen would get in our way next year. That's just me. Because I mean, you know, we're we're gonna have a lot of talent come in. And you know what I'm saying? Grayson Allen's a ball stopper. Now, he'll come in next year, average 35 a game. That's cool and everything, but this ball needs to go somewhere else. Well, I got one more thing I can say. Like, it's kind of on a tangent, but I do want to want to make y'all aware um, Kempston High School will actually be ha- hosting the um, ACC Barnstorming Tour. Uh, you'll see um, some of the players – from Carolina and Duke, um, Marcus Page, um, Bryce Johnson, um, Emil Jefferson, Marshall Plumley, and a couple from NC State and, and Wake Forest. I can't think of the names right now, but um, they'll be playing April thirteenth. Oh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, wait a damn minute. How the hell Emil Jefferson playing? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I spit his ass. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> but now. Nah, if if Jefferson plays, I mean, like, um, they're gonna be playing against like some of the best in, in Lenore County, like as far as the high school players, um, yeah, Phil yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. What's that? That's I know you talking about. They had one of them in uh Forsyth County uh, last year with uh, Quaid Cook. Okay, well, yeah, that that's the Barnstorming Tour, <clears throat> April thirteenth. Um, you can get your tickets. I, dang, what is the website? But yeah, just just go to um Kenson.com slash sports. Um I, I wrote a story about it, you know. All the details are right there. Alright. And to wrap up a little bit, um I just got a notification on my phone that the Lakers will be wearing Kobe Bryant themed socks. What? <laughs> I don't know. Yo, yeah, yeah, real talk. Yo, over and under. How, how much are they getting beat by today? Who are they playing? Warriors. The Golden State. <laughs> Twenty-five. That's this is crazy. I got thirty. Thirty. Yeah, I, I was gonna say fifty, but you know Steph Curry might not play the fourth quarter, so. Kobe will have 30 points today in a 25-point losing effort. <laughs> now, nah, Kobe gets 18. No, nah, that Kobe, Kobe had 30 points, man. You got to let – they're going to let Kobe get 30. Out of respect. They won't win this game, but <laughs> we'll get numbers. 
These are some dope socks, though. But we're going to wrap it up here. Microwave, thanks again for joining me and my homie right here. Rome, a.k.a. A.k.a. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. All right, yeah, again, check out the website. It's www.barbershopmentality.com. Also, go to our Facebook group. It's Facebook. Go to uh, search Barbershop Mentality. We in there. Uh, people get roasted every day. People getting their feelings. Uh, people owe mad people money for the Duke Carolina game. But uh, <laughs> 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 we got uh, the Twitter. is the shop underscore 2011. And keep up with us. Make sure y'all subscribe on the podcast. We also are on SoundCloud and iTunes, if people didn't know. Um, And that's about it. You know, thanks for joining us today. Peace out.